If I were to ask a question, and here's the question, is there anyone here this morning who has a family connection with someone else in the church this morning? Now, naturally, we may tend to go very quickly to understanding that in terms of blood relationships. But it is so important that we are plugged in to what God is doing. What God is doing through the work of redemption that Jesus accomplished and is now carrying out. God is healing every wound of sin and division. And through the death and resurrection of Christ, through the power of redeeming love, God is gathering. He's gathering all the peoples of the world into one single family. This is always what God is doing. And we were initiated into this family, adopted through our baptism. And the gift of the Eucharist, one of the most beautiful fruits of the Holy Communion that we are going to receive this morning, is it not only strengthens our communion with Jesus, but in doing that, it strengthens our communion with each other. Jesus indicated this in so many of his teachings. There was one time when he was before a great crowd. We can imagine ourselves this morning as that crowd. Imagine Jesus just standing here and he's teaching us. And then just outside the door, his mother and two cousins, which he called brothers, wanted to see him. So we can imagine one of the ushers coming in and saying, Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside waiting to see you. And then Jesus, like any good parent, he uses ever, every opportunity to teach. And he says to the crowd in front of him, who are my mother and my brothers? And then he said, whoever hears the word of God and lives it, they are my mother, my father, my sister, and my brother. This is my family, is what he was saying. And he knew that this would be one of the powerful fruits of the gift of the Eucharist. Let's be clear on what we will receive. More correctly, who? When we come up to the Eucharistic table and we receive communion, we are receiving Jesus. 
which means that we are also receiving his mind and his heart. They can do open heart surgeries today. It's amazing. They can take out you know, that, that beautiful organ that pumps blood through our body. They can take that out and put in another one. Imagine if they could do an open heart surgery with our spiritual heart. That heart that loves. Take out our spiritual heart and put in the spiritual heart of Jesus. And you go, oh my gosh, I have in me right now the spiritual heart of Jesus. How different my life will be in how I will love God, how I will love others, how I will forgive. It'll be just like Jesus. But this is what happens in a very profound way in every holy communion. Our heart and the heart of Jesus become one. That means that the way Jesus loves, those whom Jesus loves are the ones that I am called to love. How does Jesus love you? How does Jesus love you? Holy communion means that I am called to love you as Jesus loves. And therefore, how does Jesus see us this morning? How is his heart toward us? All he sees is one single family. He sees family, which means that when I look out at you, when you look out at each other, what are we to see? Family, unless we're still blind. And then we need to be healed if we don't see that yet. And we need to make this practical and concrete to live this fruit out in so many different ways. For example, you're coming into Mass together from the parking lot. And let's say you see a parishioner. Maybe you don't know them very well yet. But because they're family... You turn around, you say, good morning. And you even do it with a smile. Hopefully you've had your cup of coffee. Maybe you'd even open the door for another parishioner. And again, maybe you don't know them very well. Who cares? It's family. You're sitting in the pew. And a parishioner comes up and, and wants to get in the same pew. Not to look at them like a stranger invading your space. But letting them in because they're family. Yeah, come on in, sister. Come on in, brother. When you hear a prayer petition of a parishioner who has died, there'll be one today. That you would take that person into your prayer this coming week. Why? Because the person who died is your sister and your brother.
when we have a baptism during Mass or after, that child belongs to us, certainly to that family, but that child is adopted into the family of God. So when you see that child a month or two later squirming and wiggling and squeaking, you may not get as impatient if you saw it as your child. This is one of the fruits of the Eucharist. And very briefly, I want to talk about a second that is very closely related. The Catechism teaches that the Eucharist connects us to the poor. If I want to honor the body of Jesus that I receive, then I should not dishonor him when he is naked, hungry, and thirsty. The same one who said, this is my body, also said, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was in prison and you visited me. I was sick and you came to me. And he ends by saying, whatever you did to these and any of my needy brothers and sisters, you did it to me. And of course, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta lived this in such a beautiful way. And she proclaimed on the rooftops that the reason she was able to do that was because of the gift of the Eucharist. When she would receive Jesus, she would often hear him say, I thirst, I thirst. What was he thirsty for? I thirst for love. And she wanted to quench that thirst of Jesus in the poor and the needy around her. There was no difference. All day long she was with Jesus. At Mass, with Jesus. With the poor, with Jesus. Two concrete ways to live that one out. You're reading the paper this morning, it's Sunday. And you read of a crime that is in the paper. This person will probably go to jail or is already in prison. I was in prison and you visited me. Now we may not be able to go physically there. But to believe that Jesus, even though justice needs to be served, that Jesus died for that person as he died for the two thieves on either side of him on the cross. He died to save that person. And by our prayers, we spiritually go to that person in prison and we be their brother and their sister. Try that. It's a new way of reading the newspaper. You hear an ambulance siren. Some of you already do this. And to believe that that person who's in need is our sister, our brother. And we spiritually go to their side and we pray, Lord, may this person receive what they need from you in this hour of crises. Just two examples of how we can live from the fruit of 
of the Eucharist. So now together, let us come to the altar of God. Let us receive the heart of Jesus so that we can love each other differently and love the poor who are thirsting for our love. Amen.